be contentious uh, position when because the thing with center wings, there's obviously your top high ceiling players that are in your top five, six, seven in the super coach rankings at the moment, and and rightly so. But I feel like it with center wings, we've spoken about it plenty of times. Jess is a huge believer in this. You also have to look at the value range as well. And that's what I've sort of tried to think about here when it comes to the rankings. And straight away, there's probably players there that are ranked like number three that people are going, what the fuck are you going on about? But I will explain <laughs> why. And you will hopefully understand the reasons why as well. Just remember, you cannot have every single top one, two or three player in your team. You go over the salary cap. It is literally impossible. So to, we're trying to make this a bit more relatable. Uh, to what actually and realistic to what actually can happen in the super coach world and players you can start with in round one and make work for your team. So center wings, number one, Val Holmes. I feel like he's the number one pick in the center wing position. When you add the goal kicking, you add the fact that the Cowboys have a really, really tidy run. Um, it's for quite an extended period of time as well. They've got a, a quite a nice start to the year. I know that didn't help them last year, but uh, surely they get better this year for what happened last year. But even last year, Val Holmes was pretty consistent, even in a struggling Cowboys team. Uh, number two, Greg Marju. Uh, so he is one in the Supercoach app at the moment. I've got him just under Val Holmes. We know what he's going to get. I think Caelan Ponga targets him a lot more this year with no Dom Young. That can only mean good things for Greg Marju. And we know for a fact, even if he's not getting the tries, he will get through his work. Number three, uh, I mentioned him just before, Taylor May from the Penrith Panthers. I'm anticipating a huge year for Taylor May. Named at centre position, I'm anticipating. It hasn't obviously been confirmed. We haven't seen Penrith in any trials because they're over in England. Um, His price, I think it's like 450K or something. He will smash that uh, and get you some cash. That is the big reason I have him as number three. He's cheaper. He works in your team, and I anticipate that to skyrocket. Number four, I might get picked up par four, but it's been my guy from the start this year of Supercoach. And you know what? I'm going to call everyone out now. I feel like everyone's starting to jump on his bandwagon. And you know what? You're all a bunch of sheep because I was on him first. I was getting laughed at at the start by a lot of people going, Hammer, no way. People are starting to see what I'm seeing. I'm telling you what, 2024, I'm the Supercoach whiz. So um, just, just follow me, guys. Number five, Jermaine Asako. So a little bit of a slip. Um, a lot of people out there talking about Herbie may impact his scores. From what I've seen on the weekend, the Dolphins weren't great, but I really, really like that side. And actually seen uh, Herbie passing to him quite a bit and setting him up with a couple of flick passes, et cetera. So not as worried as some other people are with the Herbie factor. I still think Osaka can score quite well. I do think he will drop in points, but not as many points as a lot of people are anticipating. I still think he'll score relatively high and average quite high. Jesse, that, that five there, what, what do you got? Um, it is a contentious one, really. Center wing's one of those positions you have so many to work with. So, like, pick five. You know what I mean? Pick your best five. And I, I, would never, I don't think I'd even run off the top five in the app as the best five in the, um, in the selections you could do. And I, I have a oh, – it's tricky. I, I feel like you could probably, in my opinion, probably swap Holmes and Marju. I think um, even without goal kicking, Marju's base is unbelievable. Um, he doesn't necessarily need it. He can kind of get there without it just by being just a unit because um, he's a muscle man, really, and no one can hold him down. Look at so the size just, of him. <laughs> yeah, he's just a monster, dude. He's a unit. So, um, 
you know, equal first, potentially. My, um, Holmes obviously has the kicking, and you would expect a bit of that to come through with the fixtures they've got. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I'm so tempted for Marju. Yeah. It's so hard. It's so hard to fit them all. You can't. It's impossible to. You've got to sacrifice somebody. But, yeah, out of the two, man, it's just I don't think you could have a bad one. Um, I have a feeling that you're probably going to get more upset about Holmes, potentially because you just have this idea that Holmes should be making more points. And then Mazu will just, you know, he could score a 50 or a 60, and I'd kind of be like, eh, it's okay. You're allowed a quiet one, and that's a quiet <laughs> one for him. So, yeah, it's – um, but, the, you know, you're paying big bickies for these two, more so for Mazu anyway. What are you paying? Seven, Basically 790. 789. Yeah, 789. Yeah. That's, that's premium coin, man. For, for two guys as well, like, you know, you've got a Zarko at fifth. Those two were nowhere near the top of the ladders last year for even just price. They were they were very cheap considering where they ended. So um, that's why you can kind of look at this position and think there's a good chance that there's someone that's going to get pretty close to the top of the center wing ladder that we have not even spoken about yet. Um, and who's to know? You know, we'll be hindsight merchants talking about it at the end of next year, going, "Fuck, how do we not? How do we not see that in trials?" You know. How do we not expect Philip Sammy to just have a career year and score 80 points every game? Ravalawa. So, yeah, there's one for you. Terrell Sloan on the wing. Oh, that's shit. Yeah. That's sad. So, yeah, I, I think you can interchange first or second. I feel like probably going to find more people are going to run with Holmes um, for the fixtures and the price and obviously kicking upside and that kind of thing. And then maybe just thinking, can Marzu even back it up? Can he do it again? For that team and i reckon yes god yes he could man that was all base that he was doing that's not going to go away um if anything it goes his side more now because you kind of just converted everything from a nice even spread left to right um see what happens on the right wing whether that's tuala's or jenkins spot because you know jenkins isn't named so um you know they've had tuala in there before so i feel like they just go left and even frizzell going to the left it's going to be very much like the rabbits i think um, where they're very favoured on one side. And realistically, like, if someone's going to try and stop him, you know, they're going to half expect Marzu to, to get that ball. Good luck stopping him. There's points for him automatically. So, um, you know, he might get more targeted than the other side, but I feel like he makes more of it. So that's kind of tempting me a bit more to go in Marzu's direction. So, yeah, worthy one and two, I reckon. Um, Taylor May. Taylor May, sorry. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a high pick, number three. Incredible value though, like four fifty odd. Yeah. It's so cheap, but yeah, you're getting into that Panthers line. We know what he did when he played on the wing. Whether he can kind of replicate on the in the centers, I think it's probably a good shout for him. Um, I still consider, you know, Brian Tyler probably one of the best wingers in the comp. You know, you could probably put him up there in number three instead if you had an extra three hundred k in the bank. But not everyone does, and I I don't think um, Taylor May is going to do much of a worse job than having Brian Tyler in the team. For a pretty significant discount, so yeah, pretty good. That's I the thing. I, I sort of thought price has up. to come into play a little bit, as I said. Yeah. So I could easily put like Gagai, Garrick, Toe in this as well, and just say that's your top five. But I don't think it's realistic. No. And as I said, I still think Taylor May is going to score really, really well. Yeah. And the bonus end for our super coach owners is we're going to make money and easily be able to change up to say a toe when the time's right and it's going to maybe make his money that change at some point you never know like 
um, as you said, sort of Penrith's um, opening isn't easy and off the back of their travel, et cetera, we're not sure how they'll come back from um, being overseas. It's all up in the air. Like that's that could even come against Taylor May, but the thing is when I'm only spending 450K, I'm happy to take that that gamble a bit more than spending 700 what is it, 720 on toe and think, holy shit, I know he does get through his work, but if they yeah. really don't come out of the gates well for some reason, which I do not predict at all, I think they're, they're the Panthers, they're the standouts for a reason. But if there's an odd chance, you never know. Um, no one's gone over to England for a number of years to do the, the World Club Challenge, so we haven't seen a team come back for a while from that. Definitely something you have to take into account. Yeah. I definitely think so, man. Um, and if they do start off quite low or quiet or, you know, for their own standards too, I still think they win majority of the games they play. Yeah. Um, depending on how it goes, man, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel that wallet burn a little bit with Toto not performing if that's the case. And you can kind of get away with it with Tail and May. So um, just a quick one. What's his ownership percentage? Uh, for Toto or May? 30, 33 for May. I still feel like that's so low. Yeah. Obviously, we haven't seen him yet, and I don't think there's any case for him not getting that spot. It seems like it's his anyway. So I would have just thought 33 would be a lot higher by now, considering. People are sleeping on him still. Come on. Well, he's still one of the highest percentage owned, you know, especially when you're paying a little bit more than – well, you're paying over 400 for him. So I've seen plenty of teams that are running him as their, like, their main guy to go on real cheap in the centres. You know, I'll probably go against that, but I feel like you've got to at least have him, at least have him to start, whether he's the highest or just a plotter. Like, he's not going to plot, man. He's going he's gonna to do good things. But your boy, the Hammer, number four. I had a bit of a chuckle when I saw the Hammer at four. I didn't even want to say anything about it. Um, he's been quite impressive, actually. Really? Yeah. 600k dual position had a couple of good games can't knock him um but again that's it's because you're hot on him isn't it you've got him number four you've got him higher than azarko out of preference yeah yeah nothing wrong with that and in theory that makes no sense at all but it's just yeah supercoach is very much a gut game and my gut is telling me the hammer is in for a huge one i'd I'm talking Dally M points in that as well. I think he'll be right up there in the Dally M voting. I just, for some reason, just have this feeling about the Hemmer. Like, even on the weekend, it was obviously the the Indigenous game. Um, he's just had some classy moments as well in that, just to mm. show me that last year was his first year. People forget this, playing fullback. He was hasn't played fullback basically before he played it last year, killed it, made an origin debut in the centres, so he played different positions throughout the year and has killed it. And if anything, the Dolphins' backline's gotten stronger this year, which generally helps out fullbacks, and they score higher with better uh, backline players around him. We've seen the likes of Tabojevic when he had that red-hot year, Garrick and Saab that were there and scoring red-hot as well, and they all helped each other. I'm sort of seeing that from the Dolphins' point of view. I think like Asako's there. You've got maybe Avril. I don't know what the hell's happening with him at the moment. He can't make it, make the side, which is a bit eye-opening for some super coach owners that have gone in on him. I've, I've seen these percentages. I think it was up, up around maybe the high teens or something at one stage. I don't know what it is like now. but um, And then Herbie and stuff as well. So I just, yeah, I just, I feel like he's just, he's my man. 
I've got to keep going with him. Yeah, no, that's fair, man. I can see why valid reasons. I I can definitely, man. And after seeing how he played too, I was kind of been like, because I haven't been off him, off him, but I haven't really dived in at all. Like I haven't really humored the idea. And I, I had him last year. I started with him. And I had him for quite a while, and I was almost considering him just being almost half a keeper. So I thought, why why trade him for someone else doing the same thing? I'm just going to run with him for a fair while. And then eventually, you know, it, it got you know pretty apparent that he was starting to dip. Um, but no, man, you, you make pretty good points about him, the fullback side of things, getting that run. Um, I've been seeing potentially like Herbie looks like he might swap for a little bit of a stint during the game with him to fullback, and he might go into the centres. Don't know how that'll run. We'll have to see what happens there. So, um, you know, if he gets a bit more of a run in the centers, that might hurt a smidge, but he might get a bit more base out of it too, give him more of a chance to get on the ball. So, um, yeah, it just depends, man, but definitely not bad. Um, Again, number four, again, that's preference. If it was my number four, I could put Jacob Karaz in there, but obviously they're very, very similar price. And I just reckon. Not not inside once again this year, uh, this this week. No, he doesn't need Karaz to. Karaz isn't in the Bulldogs side. No, nah, that's all right. He's just over in Bankstown having some El Jana. He doesn't need <laughs> to have a trial game. He's fine. Nah. Well, you never know, man. Blake Wilson looks pretty good for it, but I just I don't see a world where he doesn't start in that team. I think they're just letting him have a week off. You know what I mean? Why not give it to him? So um, there is a couple that you could probably say. Um, obviously, Campbell Graham, definite top five contender when he's on. Unfortunately, he won't be. That kind of sucks. Uh, Ruben Garrick, big exclusion. If he's playing in the centers, I don't see it as much this year. Um, he might why. tank a bit. He'll probably still kick, which is probably going to be what keeps him you know, afloat when it comes to his points average. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with the manly line there because it seems like they've just got too many to pick. You know, you've got to put, you put your best players where they prefer to play too. I don't know if he prefers yeah. the center or not. Um, I'm you know concerned what? with him at centre. I'm, um, for a super coach point of view anyway, I just feel like it restricts him a lot. And mm. the scary thing is we've seen a lot of centres in the game quickly remove themselves from the actual game where if they're on the wing, they've got to kind of always be involved in the game because yeah. their kick returns and the like that they're finishing backline movements where we've seen some centers in the past and straight away Staggs comes to mind. He's notorious for this where he'll just stay in his pocket and you just, you forget he's even on the field at times because they're told to stay there. That's what they do. They're not uh, roving positions. And if they're not targeting that, because he's not a notorious center yet, like we don't know what he's going to produce. So we don't think, we don't know if he's going to become one of those go-to guys, because if I'm being honest, Cooler had an exceptional end to last year. And if I'm looking at the attack at the moment, having Turbo linking up with Cooler from an opposition point of view, if I'm trying to defend Manly, I'm shit scared of that combination more than I am of Turbo linking up with Garrick on the other side. Mm. So you reckon potentially, you know, speaking of hypotheticals, if Turbo goes down, do you reckon Cooler or Garrick go to fullback? If it's early on, I reckon it's Garrick. If it's later in the year, I think it's Cooler. Cooler at fullback. If it's anything like last it's year, it's huge. That's it's huge. Yeah, that'll be a big one, especially in the center spot. Either way, they're both great options when they're playing. You know, playing fullback, but definitely one to keep. You an know eye what? On controversial. Pretty high chance it might very, happen this season. So, 
very controversial, but I'd stick stick with what I put out in a post a few months ago. Starting the year, I'd actually have Cooler fullback and Turbo in the center just to work him into first grade once again, NRL level, work his body into it for a five, six-week period. If he's doing well, I'd start to slowly migrate him back to fullback. We know how good he is, but personally, just with what Cool is there, I don't think they would miss. They'd obviously miss. Look, Turbo's a freak, don't get me wrong, but I just liked what I've seen from Cooler, and I don't think from attacking a point of view and how quick Cooler is, there's about a bit of X factor while Turbo just gets his confidence back in real time game mode. And but I can understand why he's going to be full back, so I can't say too much. Yeah, it's a pretty hot take. Yeah, Turbo's one of the best in the game. I mean, Garrick's been a very, very capable. I make him. Yeah, we'll make you too. <laughs> um, considering Cooler had what a handful of games at fullback at the very, very end of the season. So, yeah. It looked good in the in the games that he did play there, but I feel like, yeah, it'd be a hell of a ballsy play to take Turbo out of that position and not give it to Garrick, but then give it to Cooler. So, yeah. That's Maybe the opinions I don't get paid to make. So That's right, man. He's free. That's it. <laughs> um, get myself out there, get roasted. That's it. You know, publicity. Everything's good. Uh, Jermaine Azarko, number five. Uh, I saw enough from him in that Dolphins game to think there's a he's a, he isn't going to dip too hard. You know, he was still everywhere. He was still so involved, and for a winger to be as involved as he is, it's unbelievable, really, isn't it? He basically runs the show from that wing. It's nuts. And then now, I, I you know, you see a lot about it too. Herbie's got glue hands. He's not going to pass him the ball, man. They looked like a good little pair up there. They were playing with each other. You know, Herbie was definitely passing it off to him. He tipped it off you know, pretty easily. So uh, I think we could see some good things happen on that side. It, it looks quite lethal at the moment. So um, for that, you know, you can chuck Herbie in there too. And then you just got three Dolphins players. And it's just the oh. center wings. Just fill it, <laughs> fill it with the fins, mate. And Bostock as well. Why not? He's looking good. Yeah, well, Bostock also looked all right. So, um, <laughs> yeah, man, Dolphins have a good one. Top eight. We just both dropped for a second. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, no, I was going to say, I think we, we actually lost you for once there, but now you're back. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, it's just been doing that. Sorry about this too. My net's just been a bit funny today. Um, yeah, man, all right. You always you get can, away with it. Don't through. worry. We spoke about it in the draft. Yeah. You just get away with everything. You could have that body Thanks, in the background. You get away with it. Yeah, you can't see him. He's still hanging there. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Too many honourable mentions to miss, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna, gonna probably hurt some people's feelings. The centre wings, there's a thousand of them. Look at the top twenty and just take your pick. But um, yeah, there's one I want to talk valid. about, mm. and he's your man once again. I want to talk about him because he's a cheapie, all about that uh, this year and getting that value for money. Drew Hutchinson in that uh, halfback slash centre wing role. <laughs> Crazy to have that as your jewel, but there, this is the world we live in with Drew Hutchinson. Yep. Looks to have nailed down that halfback spot. Now his Sexton's still on the bench for the Bulldogs for this trial. You picked it, and mm-hmm. I'm on it. I'm on it now as well. You, you've sold it to me, uh, and I think plenty more super coaches within the next week will be on it as well. Well done, kudos to you because it was a ballsy play, but it's come through those big balls. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'd um. Pretty hot take for a for a team reveal, putting Drew Hosho in there. 
And he's like, why? I even got messages too, being just like, that made no sense, but you kind of made it sound pretty appealing if that's how it goes down. <laughs> and I was like, look, man, if it happens, it, it looks like it's going to. From from all the talk of the town, there's a good chance. And yeah, the fact that he's in this second trial game, um, yeah, he's a lock-in, man. He's an absolute lock-in. So he's incredibly happy base with... for a halfback. Yeah, and even just to put a halfback in your centers. Just too much potential. <laughs> um, but even still, man, Bronson Cherry, I reckon Bronson Cherry's got a very good shout to start round one. So where do you put everyone if Bronson Cherry is in there? Because you're going to have to have a fullback, which I don't think you probably should. I think that's just a waste, really. Cherry, Crichton, Karaz Adokar on the wings. Is that how it looks? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I would say so. You know, just going. Well, Blake on Wilson pops in there, but he's, he's been yeah. playing well. So Skelton also played good, man. So like, you can't knock. I was going to say Skelton really did pretty well. Pretty good man. depth all of a sudden, which they is obviously do, what they're so. signed for. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's that many of them that have. So no, it's um, it's all it's all Drew Hutcho, mate. It's it's Hutchinson season. So I'm in. Hey there, Joel from the League of Inches podcast. Just wanted to quickly say a massive thank you for taking the time out of your day to give us a listen. I really do hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you did do so uh, and you want to support the page that little bit further, make sure you give us a follow and a like. It does go a long way supporting the page and helping us reach um, other people to listen to the podcast as well as giving us a like and a follow on all our social media platforms. We're available on all of them. Just type in League of Inches. It does go a long way. Finally, if you can just give us a rating for the podcast, uh, it will go a massive way of giving us a bit more support as well. So, again, thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We're going to be averaging about three to four podcasts a week minimum, so make sure you get around the page. Massive things coming up this year in 2024. Have a great day.